when you say, I love the Lord. I love God. And note, I, I, I start the sentence with a, <laughs> the unholy trinity, the I, me, myself, and, and I. But so many people who say, I, I love God. If, if we want to love God, what does that actually mean? Can you say, I love God, I love the Lord Jesus Christ, and what does that mean in your understanding? What does that mean? 082-6572-729, quick WhatsApp, not a long expose of, of what you're thinking, but just in a nutshell, what does that mean in your life when you say, I love God? In the early hours of this morning, I remember uh, quite some time back, the Lord challenged me, and uh, we work with the gospel Mondays to Fridays, 7.24. We work with the gospel here, and the Lord challenged me on my quiet time. And I said, Lord, but I already get up early in the morning. And the Lord said, well, if you love me, get up earlier. And that's a challenge. You know, some people are not morning people, are not early morning people. And if you love the Lord... Are you willing to make uh, that extra effort, getting up in the morning and saying, Lord, I want to spend time with you for no other reason than the fact that I love you. Yes, God has loved us first. The Bible is very clear on that. Gave his only begotten son. So that, remember John three sixteen, that very well-known verse, for God so loved the world that whosoever believe in him, the whosoever's, that's you, that's I. And so, loving the Lord Jesus Christ, loving God back, what does that actually mean? Send me a WhatsApp, 082-657-2729. Eugene say, Ek het die Heere lief. Ja, Eugene. Ek het vir oogend ook so voor die Heere staan en Bid vir ons luisteraars, bid vir jou, to sê ek ook, Heere, ek het die lief. But God's Spirit challenging us and say, but what does that actually mean when you say you love me? And by the grace of God, and not because I'm special, but because God is infinitely part of the covenant that I made with Him and with my wife, till death do us part. And I'm just thinking on, when I say to my wife, I love you, how can she see that I love you, that, that I love her? Uh, what is in my life that proves to her that indeed, yes, I love her? We live in a modern day and age where the younger generations don't believe in that love anymore because they don't see it. Hulle word nie in ouwerhuise groot waar hulle dit sien tussen maas en paas nie. But before I get to my love for the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to draw some parallels between the love that I have for my wife. In fact, Jesus referred to his church as his bride, his love for her and her love for him. Maar ek weet dat die klein dingiekies in die lewe saak maak. Dat jy uit jou pad uitgaan, om jou geliefde gelukkig te hou, dier die goeie wat jy doen, om te sê, ek het jou lief, is een ding, 
Maar om goed te doen wat haar hart gelukkig maak, goed wat voor haar speciaal is, om dit te gaan doen, is het joy in mijn hart. Kan jij ook voor ochtend daarvan getuig, dat dit jou verstaan van liefde is, wanneer jy sê, ek het jou lief, selfs vir jou kinders, dat jy uit jou pad het gaan, hoeveel ouwers sê nie, ek doen vir my kinders, geef hulle wat ek nie gehad het nie, werk myself in die grond in, om vir hulle te gee wat ek nie gehad het nie, want ek het hulle lief. And therefore, therefore I will go out of my way, to do everything and anything possible, to show you and prove to you that I love you. Dit beteken om, om vergifnis te kan vraag, wanneer jy verkeerd was. Somebody said the other day, if I say to my wife, she demands that I apologize, and she said, well, if I agree with you, we'd both be wrong. <laughs> that's, that's not a way around it. That's not a way around it. But to sometimes openly, just open up your heart and say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. Forgive me, it won't happen again. I love you. And it's the same with God. If we go to the Lord and say, Lord, I love you, Lord. And and Lord, yes, in my relationship on a daily basis with you, sometimes you cannot see that I love you because of my actions, because of how I behave. It's interesting on the evening before his crucifixion, the Lord Jesus gave a, let's call it a, a lengthy private teaching, hey? That was to his disciples, a one-on-one, <laughs> a one-on-one. And so it takes place in the upper room, right after the Lord's announcement that one of his disciples would betray him, would betray him. And you know the story, Judas is then leave the room. You know what Jesus says next? He says, part of that instruction, he says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. John fourteen fifteen, easy to remember. Fourth gospel, John, there are four gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The fourth gospel, chapter 14, verse 15, easy to remember. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Obedience to Christ's commandments. A sign, a test of our love for Him. We find that often in John's writings. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out, here it is, carrying out His commandments. This is love for God, to keep His commandments. 1 John 5 and verse 2 and 3. By this, my brother, my sister, please don't let these words just be words over the airwaves and in by the in word and out by the other word. Stop, listen, dot the I's, cross the T's, listen to what the Lord's word says to you, God's word. By this we know. 
that we love the children of God. When we love God and obey His commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. And then the Bible says His commandments are not burdensome. His commandments are not burdensome. Whoever, Jesus says, in that same discourse, upper room discourse, whoever has my commandments and keep them, is the one who loves me. So by mense wat in hierdie moderne dag en tyd sê, ja nee, ek soek lief vir God. Every man has got a God. Every man. I have yet to meet a man. Yeah, there's the couple of so-called agnostics. They've got the hardest job ever. Atheists, who doesn't have anything to believe in. But what about you? If you say, I love God, who's your God? What is your God in your life? But when you say, I love the Lord Jesus Christ, everybody knows. Everybody knows. And then what does that mean? Jesus himself said, whoever has my commandments and keep them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. What a beautiful promise. What a beautiful promise. And so maybe listening to this broadcast this morning, you're thinking, okay, so maybe there's a list. He said, keep my commandments. <laughs> is, it, is it keeping a list of rules, a, a list of laws, like the commandments, or does he have something else in mind? Do the Lord Jesus have something else in mind? And so if you look at the words of John used in the original language, they're not merely to be understood as obeying a series of moral instructions. These commandments encompass all of Jesus' words, all of Jesus' teachings, which in truth are God the Father's words, because Jesus replied, he says, anyone who loves me will obey my teachings, and my Father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Now we're getting closer to the heart of the thing, huh? Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teachings. And these words you hear are not my own, Jesus said. They belong to the Father who sent me, John 14. Go and read John 14. Meditate on it. Think on it. And so these commandments that Jesus referred to, if you dare to say that you love him, then keep his commandments. It involves the full scope of Christ's revelation, the full scope. To the Jews who had uh, believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. You will know the truth. <laughs> I can hear you completed that sentence. And the truth will set you free. And they answered him. You know what they said? They said, we are Abram's descendants. We have never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? And Jesus replied to them. He said, very truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son set you free, you will be free indeed. I know you are Abram's descendants, Jesus said. 
yet you are looking for a way to kill me because you have no room for my word. Do you have room for the word of the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart? Are you willing to be a harvest field worker, sharing the truth of the gospel on a daily basis? Louis Malherbe het gesê, as dit een ding wat rechtig saak maak, is dit is wanneer as jy verloor het siel, na die Heere Jesus toe gelei. If you love God, if you dare to say, I love the Lord, when last have you shared that love with somebody else so desperately? You know how many broken hearted people there is in this world? Only those who believe and receive the truth of who Jesus is are set free, holds to his teachings, keeps his commandments. Ek preek nie vir jou nie. Ek probeer net met jou paar gedagtes deel oor, as ek durf sê, ek het Jesus lief. I think there's such fundamental truth in it. Do you agree with me? It's only those who believe who receive the truth of Christ, that are set free, hulle wat wedergebore is, can you testify to that this morning, that you are spiritually rebirthed, reborn, was daar een oomlik in a tijd in jou leven, where you submitted to God, He's God of all, or not God at all, and now you're holding to His teachings, you're keeping His commandments, praying to God His Father, Jesus himself said, I have revealed to you, to those whom you gave to me out of this world, they were yours, you gave them to me, and they, listen to what Jesus said, they have obeyed your word, John 17, 6, that's the attitudes, obey the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Immediately after Jesus made that statement, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. He said something else. He said, and I will ask the Father and He will give you another counselor to be with you forever. Forever. 2nd June 2023, two days and a year later, forever, right here, right now. Another counselor. Go and check it out. It's John fourteen sixteen. It's a promise that Jesus makes. Jesus knows that he's keeping his commandments in this fallen world will require a divine source of power. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's presence living in you, child of God, man of God, woman of God, as you listen this morning. And so thankfully, by the grace of God, we have a model for loving Jesus and keeping His commandments. The love of Jesus Christ, His life of obedience to the Father. You see, obeying Christ's commandments means copying the example of Jesus. As you say, then you walk in His footsteps. And that's what this radio station is here for, and that's our mission, and that's our vision, to get people to follow the example of Jesus. John 13, 15, 16, I have given you examples, says Jesus, that you also should do as I have done to you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Loving Jesus is... Listen, it's not a flash in the pan. It's not a goosebump feeling. It's not a 
a flu shot in 1962. Huh? Got that, did that, done that. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, it's right here, right now. It's it's an act of abiding. It's ongoing. It's a relationship. Soos wat ek die verhouding met my vrou het. Ek sien uit in die dag om haar te sien as ek hier van die radiostasie afrui. Ek is lief haar. Ek sien uit daarna. Soos wat jy uitsien om jou geliefdes te sien. En ons speciale goed vir mekaar doen. And so it's not just a feeling. Huh? It's active. It's abiding. It's ongoing. It's a, it's a relationship of following and obeying our loving master. His name is Messiah Yeshua, Jesus. Wat te voorig, omdat ek kan uitspreek, soor die lichthove van Radio Kansel. John, 1 John 2 and verse 3. Misschien moet jy het neerskrywe, 1 John 2 and verse 3. Write it down perhaps, memorize it. The Bible says, and by this we know that we have come to know Him. And by this we know, that we have come to know Him. If we, nou ja, nou raak jy nou weg in die kudde, ne? if we, if I keep His commandments, by this I know, that I have come to know Him, if I keep His commandments. En so staan ons voor die Heere en hierdie morgen, en wil ek saam met jou bid. En as jy nog nie op die plek gekom het, waar jy kan getuig van wedergeboorte nie, kan jy nie getuig van liefde vir die Heere Jesus Christus nie. En wil ek verochend saam met jou bid, en wil ek, if that be okay with you. You see, there's only two types of people listening to this radio station, those who love the Lord Jesus Christ, and those who's going to love Him. Because the Bible says, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, that Jesus is God. That He is Christ, the Messiah, the one who came to this world to set you free from this sinful world that we live in. So many people that say, I, I, have, I have no sin. Well, here's the test. Have you ever told a lie? Have you ever looked at somebody with lust in your heart? Have you ever stolen something? That's just three of the Ten Commandments. The Bible says as long as you've broken one of them, you're guilty to all of them. As is done, leave it. Let's keep His commandments. Let's go to Him in prayer this morning and say, Lord Jesus, I now submit my life. God of heaven and earth, I confess with my mouth, Jesus, that you are Son of the living God and God Himself, that you came into this world to lay down your life, to set me free from the penalty that was supposed to be on me, death for sin. Thank you for dying on that cross for me. Lord, and if I dare to say that I love you, please, Holy Spirit, apply this scripture in my life. 1 John 2 and verse 3, that by this I know that I have come to know him if I keep his commandments. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and Amen. Ek het iets speciaal op die draaitafel vir jou. Julius Megan. Yeah, my brother. You declare it to the ends of the earth. I declare my love for you, my Lord, my King, my Savior, my Master.